like Jessica Tag rest a little bit or run her all around? Uh, we going well no, you <laughs> I've been here for a few days. Yeah. yeah. Just enjoying the town. First go, uh, Comic Con or first New York Comic Con. <clears throat> We did San Diego earlier this year, in July, but yeah, first time here. First NYCC, we did SDCC. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Nice, well can you guys start off by telling us a little bit about your characters? Mm -hmm. Sure. I play Ace, and he washes dishes at the diner where Nancy and her friends work. Um, he's also a local, he's a keeper of the town lore and history and legend, and um, when the group gets into this pickle with the a mystery at hand, they, um, Ace is there to help him. Uh, so, can you tell us about how you got cast in the project? Uh, I haven't told you about Nick yet. Yes, oh, okay. Don't you want to hear about Nick? I would like to hear about Nick. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I want to hear about Nick. Yeah, tell me about Nick. Tell me uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're calling him Nick in this first start. So his, his name is Ned Nickerson, but he, he goes by Nick. Uh, and he's, he's an out-of-towner. Um, he's coming from out of town and he's got a wee bit of a history to him and he's, he's in a, a complicated physical and emotional relationship with Nancy. Short and sweet, because this gentleman wants to move on. They want to know about it. Fine. Thank you for calling me, gentlemen, despite my mess up there. But I was curious about how you got cast. How was the casting process, the audition process? I think it was just a regular kind of uh, auditioning and testing, and you know, they like you and everything goes well. And I got the email with Nancy Drew. I grew up reading Nancy Drew books, so that was a nice, kind of nostalgic kind of uh, blast from the past that came through, and I was very excited about it, and it went well. and testing and then you know you get the job and you meet these guys and it's a fantastic bunch of people and it was it was great yeah and you just the first audition and then they keep whittling it down hopefully you keep getting called back and then all of a sudden you show up in Vancouver and you're on set and how was your reaction uh, when you first read these scripts I mean, as as I said, it was it was very nostalgic for me. It was kind of it was very it was very pleasant getting a Nancy Drew kind of the history that comes with Nancy Drew and the kind of fan base and the excitement that comes with just having a Nancy Drew project. It's kind of all there. But then the script is also fantastic. I think they did a very good job, kind of, um, for want of a better word, humanizing these kind of iconic characters on the page. They they read like people. They read very much kind of. Uh, complex emotional people so it was great to, to read that and the dialogue kind of flowed very nicely and it's been very an interesting world kind of meaty world to get into. Did you both uh, read the books? Yeah as I say I, I read a couple of books growing up. No. <laughs> I didn't read them. I keep, keep getting that question. Can't lie. No need to. Well I mean you said your character kind of helps Nancy a little bit, but <coughs> also you're helping the police, and I was wondering if you guys could kind of talk about your own character's journey, you know, journeys and mysteries. I mean, Have you like, seen the pilot? Yeah, well, I watched yeah. the first two episodes. Oh, wow, okay, so, okay. Yeah, I love it, because I, I was wondering there's more to Ace than... Yeah, you're kind of working with the police, you're kind of yeah, having a backstory on? with Tiffany, can you kind of give us a little tidbits about your journeys and mysteries? Well, I mean, ambiguously enough, <laughs> he's there to help solve the case. So I guess, yeah, Nancy and her friends, but also maybe the police want to solve the case too. So I'm just I'm helping. He's a helper. Yeah. <laughs> very helpful. Uh, yeah, Nick's, Nick's complicated, and I suppose we'll, I, I can't give too much away, but he has he has deeper ties to the horse bay, Horseshoe Bay community than he maybe lets on initially. Uh, and that kind of 
is is a lot. It's heavy for him. You know, he has a complicated past, but also very much affects his presence and his future with Nancy and how that affects their relationship. Is kind of uh, interesting, shall we say? So, yeah. We're on eight. We're filming. We're filming eight. Uh, eight of fifteen right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So is there something in the, in what you've already shot? Is there a moment, a scene that you can't wait for the fans to see? Something pivotal? I think I think the ghosts. I think we've, we're we're taking a very kind of genuinely supernatural, um, which is slightly different from the books, where the ghost always turns out to be you know some dodgy guy in a mask. Um, whereas they're legit in ours, um, so hopefully the fans respond very well to that, and that'll be very exciting to see that kind of whole different supernatural side to what we're doing with them. Yeah, and I wasn't sure what the supernatural, the degree to which the supernatural element would be a part of the show when we first started, and I've seen a few, seen a few little things that are genuinely disturbing, and so it's, I'm excited to see what they put together from yep. the shot. It seems really cool. Creepy. <laughs> it gets creepier and yeah, creepier yeah. and creepier. Yeah, I watched it uh, like very late at night. But uh, right, wait, yeah. are your characters gonna uh, get to spend more time together? I mean, you guys are yeah. in the first two episodes. You're very kind of apart. Yeah. Will you guys get to have more relationship moving forward? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. Get more involvement for sure. Yeah, definitely. The whole gun kind of we all get more <laughs> entwined in each other's lives by by necessity more than anything else. But yeah, yeah, we do. There'll be more Nick yeah. and Ace. Coming to screens near you. Yeah. Stuff. You want less Nick, right? You don't want Nick. <laughs> no, no, no. I guess my question is: uh, Are there a lot of mysteries, oh, or is this all, like self-contained episodes, or we're going to be talking about one big mystery that gets solved at the end of the season? Uh, there's uh, there's one big span season-spanning mystery that kind of takes the whole kind of all those episodes to evolve. But there's also within that there's a lot of uh, sub mysteries and sub stories. Yeah, little, little checkpoints yeah. you have to keep. No. And more than anything, you find you find out more about these guys, right? You find out more about our past and our history and yeah. what we're all about. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a good day. Appreciate it. We have Leanne Hansen. Hello. Hi, guys. How are you ladies doing? Good. Thank you. How are you? Madison, I'm going to right Oh, gosh, I'm so yes. sorry. No, go ahead. Is the bathroom water at all? I'm good, thank you. Oh, thanks, love. Hi. 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 Nice to meet you, nice to meet you, you too. too. Thanks Hello. for being here today. <laughs> so I guess we can kind of start off hearing a little bit about your characters and your versions of the characters in this show. Uh, <laughs> whoever wants to start. We'll take turns. Bess Marvin in the books, she was the one that everyone picked fun at. Um, she was overweight um, and they said a lot of snarky comments. So we've removed the bullying, which is nice. Um, she has a lot of skeletons in the closet, um, a lot of stuff that you'll see that will unravel throughout the season, but she is just a really enthusiastic, positive person, <laughs> which is really good to play in a really dark and kind of sad, can be really sad show. Um, but yeah, she's going through so much with her identity, especially, um, and finding out who she is. But and, but she's also in Horseshoe Bay by herself. Um, she's a city girl that's moved. So yeah, she's she's a cool character to play. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah! Um, so I play George Fan, and George is a bit of a tougher character. She's so the opposite of Bess. Yes. Um, <laughs> chalk and cheese. She, yes, chalk and cheese. 
She is the manager at the Claw, so as you guys know, like that requires a lot of responsibility to take on a position like that. And she does not like Nancy Drew. Like they are so different in different like worlds. You know, Nancy appears to have a really good life. George kind of had a tougher time at home, alcoholic mother, taking care of her family all the time. Um, so she kind of has more of a jaded side of, the jaded view of yeah. life, um, given her circumstances. But as they all kind of come together, you start to see George have many more layers than just this tough, snarky, sarcastic person. I mean, with any sarcastic person, I mean, someone who's like really tough, I feel like there's always more than the eye, you know? Yeah. I had a question. What would be the major difference between this upcoming series and other iterations of Nancy Drew in the past? I think what makes this iteration of Nancy Drew different is the fact that, um, well, one, the supernatural aspect to it changes the game completely. Um, it's not just mystery-based, it's genuinely terrifying in other ways um, that are a little bit more mystical. And also just diving into the characters. This series really, really gives you a good look at what each five of these characters really are. And they're so layered and they're so deep compared to probably what you've touched on in the books or like other things like that. It's cool to like have a series like this because you really, we have the time to get into those characters. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, it's a modern day Nancy Drew. It's sort of, we've taken elements from the books and past uh, interpretations but we've just made it more relatable. Um, all the characters go through some really hard. <laughs> so hard, I'm like tearing up thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy goes through so much, we all do. We're all so tired. Yeah. <laughs> the characters are so tired. Of course she wears a crazy place. Like, there's a lot, and you know, we're just a bunch of kids really, you know, young adults. Yeah. Um, so it's good because I think we can definitely bring what we've gone through in our own personal lives because we've gone past that stage. We are, you know, in our mid twenties. So we can kind of use our own life experiences to mold the characters because there is a lot of real hard loss and love and uh, relationship problems with family members or boyfriends. So yeah, I think the kids or the young adults that watch it will be able to actually understand and yeah. yeah relate and maybe connect a bit more than some of the other interpretations that are like perfect everyone is great so yeah <laughs> yeah and there's, is there something what you've shot already that you can't wait for the fans to see something that uh, defines something about your character or just an important moment for your character I, yeah, there's actually yeah there's a lot that's unraveled yeah. so we'll touch on the pilot Something happens to George that you see um, that clearly shows you she's not as tough and not as together as you think she is. It's something that could appear to be very taboo, but really to me, it's an act of insecurity. So that's really cool. You, got, you get to see her layers. Yes, yeah, same. I think throughout the whole season, what we've shot so far, there's, I feel like every episode there's a little bit of a peel. Peel back of the onion, yeah. for sure. And yeah. which is great. But there's, I don't want to say too much, but there's loads. We know too much. <laughs> <laughs> we know too much. <laughs> I, mean, the okay. I mean, can you talk a little bit about your character's own mysteries? I mean, you're with Riley Smith's character, which might have been, I don't know, the state laws wherever you guys are shooting, but uh, um, might have been illegal in, in high school. and. You are actually living on your own and dealing with your, you know, dealing with your sexuality, and maybe that's why you got left home and got kicked out. I don't know, but can you talk a little bit about your own characters? <laughs> um, so with George, 
The thing with Ryan that is so taboo because yes, it did begin when she was in high school, um, but like I said, that was kind of toying it like tying into the question that I just answered for you. It is definitely her reaching out to something that I don't think she really believes is attainable. You know, she's trying to be older, she's trying to be more mature than she actually is. So despite it being ta taboo, I think it's something that she's really going through as a young woman trying to figure out, like, how do I get this attention and fill this void, you know? Yeah. Um, what was the question? I just got so lucky. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Kind of like your own character storyline and mystery about how she's um, around, which she claims she's living with a rich aunt. Well, if you've, can I talk about the pilot? Yeah, you can talk. I mean, it would air. You know, this is true. Um, she likes to steal. So you can have that one. <laughs> she is a bit of a klepto, so. Um, yeah, and she does it well. Like I am good. I look good. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like a magpie. She does like shiny things. We actually mentioned that later on. I do. I really do. She does. Um, so yeah, th there's a lot of stuff that you'll see with that that sense too. She's the hustler. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you. Oh, it's the reality of it, yeah. Um, so you guys can kind of talk about how you guys got involved in this project and what kind of made you want to be part of it. Well, um, I'll go first because I had the great fortune of being approached for a job interview when this had already been greenlit to pilot. It had been like written and uh, authorized to like get shot, and they were like, "We need somebody to come in and be the showrunner," which is sort of like you know the battlefield general when somebody else is saying, "Take that hill," you know, and, and I'm out there. Like, okay, we don't have money for that hill. What about what the lower on the hill? So <laughs> I um, I interviewed for the job, and instantly I was like, "Oh my God, Nancy Drew! I love Nancy Drew. I read it when I was a kid, and I love this script. They did such a good job. It was." Unexpectedly modern, relatable, and kind of relevant, you know? So that's how I got involved, and so Noga has been involved longer. <laughs> but I just have to say, it was the greatest job interview ever. <laughs> Melinda basically came in and did this TED talk about like <laughs> managing people and believing in your staff, and just like it was amazing. Anyway, we're very glad, we're very happy. Um, but I, I had always wanted to make a Nancy Drew television show, and I couldn't, I grew up reading the books, and I couldn't believe when I found out over a year ago that the rights were available and that we could do it and so I partnered with Fake Empire which is Josh and Steph's company um, and and we developed the show we pitched it to the CW and it landed at the perfect network um, and and it that took it from there <laughs> like all CW shows they seem to shoot in Vancouver British Columbia yes, yes. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about that shooting there and do you think it's fitting for the Oh, it's perfect, yeah. 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 It's perfect. We love Vancouver, the crew yeah. is great. It's yeah. in the same time zone, it's a short flight from LA. All these things are great. But it also happens to be, you know, set in Maine. And I grew up in Maine, so it's like deeply satisfying to have something that yeah. puts Maine in a good light and looks like Maine and small town like Maine and just kind of the nature and the wildness and the fog and the ocean. Creepy, it's the, like the creepy like coastal really town good. of it. Yeah, yeah. we, it we shoot really in Horseshoe well. Bay, yeah. which is a town outside of Vancouver, but we've actually just named our town, our fictional town in Maine, Horseshoe Bay, because we love Horseshoe Bay so much. But it's based on Southwest Harbor, if anybody's curious. You know, yes, it's basically cool. a mix of Southwest Harbor and Bar Harbor and a little bit of, bit of Northeast Harbor thrown in. Yeah. Not Desert Island. In Maine. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, oh, sorry. Speaking of creepy, <laughs> what can you say about the ghosts in the show? So, 
you know, if you go back and read all the original Nancy Drew books, there's always kind of this hint of the supernatural. It's like a voice that Nancy hears in the walls, or it's, you know, a scary face she sees in the window. But it always turns out to just be like a guy with a mask, and it's just never actually a ghost. And so I thought, okay, let's just do ghosts. And what does Nancy Drew meeting ghosts look like? That was my question. We love all yeah. that kind of thing. I just, I'm so happy that we can connect not just our main ghost, who is the season arc mystery, but also like other ghosts may arise yes. who have relationships to each other and have like kind of continuing arcs going forward. Yeah, it, it's definitely a world in which the supernatural does exist and there's always a reason for it tied to the world of the living. There's always a mystery or something that is unresolved that Nancy has to dive into. And I mean, in the first episode, you guys have like the quirk wall of all the old stories, and they're all books, or books of Nancy Drews. Um, will there be other kind of Easter eggs or storylines pulled from the book moving forward? There will be Easter eggs. Right. Um, you know, we have we have an episode called The Hidden Staircase, yeah. but it's not actually the hidden staircase that we know from the book. Right. There's no, you know, kind of real estate plot to scam two old ladies out of their property by pretending to be a voice in the walls. But yes, we're not actually going to put that on the right. <laughs> But there is a realtor. There is a woman, mm -hmm. named, or is a character named Rose Turnbull. There yep. is a secret passage. There is a hidden staircase. You'll see Nancy go up with her flashlight. I mean, it, there are like a lot of shout outs, but it's become something completely different with that, you know, bit of DNA in it. I have a question. Um, I asked another actor, but yeah. what would you, you say is the main difference with this series uh, compared to other iterations of Nancy Drew right. seen in TV yeah. and movies? I do think the main difference is the existence of the supernatural. Um, but I think also it's that we are putting a Nancy Drew on screen who's really been through some trauma in her life and she has a complicated backstory which actually becomes a bit of her superpower because it's what's happened to her that allows her to be emotionally intelligent and really draw people in and use her wits to get what she needs. What elements of the books and Nancy's in the books were important to have in the series and are there some things that you mm -hmm. like maybe always wanted to see that you were putting in the series? Okay. Yeah, I mean one thing is that it's very diverse. I'm really proud of that. Our cast, our crew, our writers room, our post-production staff, producer staff very, very diverse group of people, which makes it better, you know, because everybody's got different kind of points of view and different life experiences, and they're just able to speak to like, well, that's not how it's, that's not how it goes for somebody like me, you know, right. and they can really say that with truth. But we also did a lot of research for different character backstories, like Nick, who you saw in the pilot, he's got a conviction for manslaughter. We interviewed um, at length a guy who we then hired as an intern, because we loved him so much, who had been convicted of manslaughter as a teen, as self-defense, and he went through all these things in prison, and, he, and the details and the authenticity, I mean, never in a million years, but I thought that, oh, when you roll up your little sticker, I mean, your tiny letter to pass to somebody else, they don't let you have tape or glue. So they would use the peels off of fruit, like an apple has a little sticker on it, and that's what they use for tape. They just save up those little peels, you know? And and so he made me one. It was like a little scroll with a tiny little... So that kind of thing, you know, I think really enriches our world. But I also feel like there are things that we added on an emotional level between the characters. They've all got problems. They've all got like messed up issues in their past and they've got to work them together. But that kind of makes them bond because they're broken, which I love. And also Nancy and her dad have a much more fraught, kind of oh fractured gosh. relationship. Yeah. I'm, 
I really gravitate to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the overall mystery right now is both Tiffany and Lucy's murders. Yes. Yeah. Um, will both of those be wrapped up throughout the season, or is Lucy's going to kind of extend further because she's the main ghost? Or? So, the, the first season is very much about Tiffany and Lucy and, and why their two murders are important and how they intersect. Um, but as far as that continuing, Probably not, um, because I, we believe that every season should have its own sort of new mystery that really characterizes that season of TV. Yeah, so we'll have an answer for both of those Yeah, That would be funny if we just never, never solved it. Just keep going, 100 episodes. We will think Nancy couldn't solve it. We will definitively answer why they yeah. ended up dead, who did it, and what their yes. reasons were. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you.